It's the Lost Years Pod. Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to the Lost Years of Retrospective Fancast. I'm Tay. I'm Sid. And this is episode five of season two. Hooray. It's time. <laughs> I can see why you like this one. Yeah, I love this episode. This is a, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. So it, it was exciting to watch. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I just want to start. What are you nostalgic for this week? Uh, dancing at weddings. Okay. I'm just someone who already loves dancing and loves dance floors, and there's something about just dancing at a wedding that is just top tier. Like <laughs> that's true. You get you get drinks. Everyone's just vibing. It's super fun. If they have a DJ, that's cool. I went to mm-hmm. one that had a live band once. That was also cool. Wow. Um, it was. I've never had that. That one was fancy. I'm a, I'm okay yeah. with the DJs. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's so much fun when you get the songs where it's, they specifically play them at weddings or like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you never hear them anywhere else. So it's really fun for everyone to just be together. And it's the best, my favorite time of the wedding besides people getting married. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time since I've been to a wedding. I think the last wedding I went to was like... 2016 maybe that's really <laughs> I, th- I thought you I'm were gonna sure. say 20 years ago I was like no. god damn <laughs> no well because I, I went to a lot of weddings growing up but they were they were like witness weddings so right. various weddings yeah I think honestly I think the last wedding I went to was my cousin's wedding and she got married in 20 2015 2016 somewhere around there um I and it was a it was a fun wedding it was a fun wedding. I'm going to two, minimum two next year, potentially three. Okay. And I'm very excited to go to a wedding as like an adult. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. That's very good. What are you nostalgic for? Early seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Because I'm wa- I didn't watch last night's. Based on when we're recording this, the the 28th of September. Yes. Uh, I didn't watch it. But this season has just made me increasingly angry over the course of the season. For I mean, sometimes it's fun. Like, I'm really, really, really loving getting to see black love on my television in the Mm -hmm. context of The Bachelor. That's just like not something we really ever get because of how the show has worked and functioned for the last 20 years but like it's so it's changed so much since it started and like I I miss those early seasons when it felt I don't know like a lot simpler Uh and like social media wasn't nearly as much of a thing and so it wasn't so much in the climate of the show and like I consistently will like go back and watch Kirk and Carly's breakup because even though it sucked and was like very sad, <laughs> yeah, her walking up the stairs and just being like Jade, and then Jade being like, "I'm here, I'm here, I'm here," is like my favorite thing in the entire universe. <laughs> I don't know why. I just love it. I love that. Just like friendship is like, mm. and she's just like hugging her. And she's like, "What happened?" It's my favorite. Anyway, yeah. Um, no, I 
I like that because what I also just find stressful about watching the show now is how much of like the social media aspect has in their mm-hmm. lives and like trying to yeah. be the influencer because like yeah you get a little bit of fame being on the bachelor and bachelorette like in the olden right. days but it's so annoying now where it's like they're only it's, here to get followers and do all it's this it's a completely it's like, different oh, landscape come on yeah I it's really not but fun no. <laughs> it's like way less fun than it used to be it feels and it feels like a lot of people are performing in a way that is just like not fun to watch. Like yeah. people like Demi, I don't like her. No, I don't like she's her either. Nice. <laughs> and everybody's obsessed with her, and I don't get it. It's just because she's tiny and blonde, and like, anyway, yeah, that's for it's... our bachelor podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are now rose buddies, actually. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> but no, yeah, but I agree. Um, it's it's not great. Yeah, it feels like a chore to watch it, and I don't like that when trying to watch, especially something as mindless as reality TV. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like, as listen, we could just keep going on about the Bachelor. <laughs> I will talk about the Bachelor for an entire pod pod worth of uh, time, but especially since they like, I've been watching it since 2011, so fully 10 years. I think I've right. missed a season or two in that time, and they were all like around the time I first started watching it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't missed a single season of literally anything since then. And it's just like sunk cost fallacy is fake, right? <laughs> but I also feel like I'm missing things. Yeah. But I've already decided I'm not watching the Bachelor season after Michelle because they they picked another white dude, and I'm over it. I'm I just don't care. So. I'm fully preparing myself to not watch that season because Bachelor's so white and that's it. Yeah. Well, on that note. We're not here to talk about The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we just did for five minutes. We're here to talk about Boy Meets World, the best show of all time. The show we and you know and love. (laughs) (laughs) You want to get into it? I do. Okay. Season two, episode five is titled The Uninvited. The episode aired October 22nd, 1994, and the synopsis is the first party of the school year is getting nearer and nearer. Corey's reputation hangs in the balance over whether or not he'll be invited. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I get nervous when they just, you know, know. say everything. (laughs) The episode's gonna do. (laughs) Some of them are so insane. That one's pretty good. Um, okay, so the first scene, we're in the Matthews kitchen. Alan is complaining to Amy about the catalogs he's been getting in the mail. They're all geared towards old people, and he's annoyed. She asks if he's sent away for something, and he's like, just some high-potency vitamin E. She's like, what's that for? And he says, for you. And she just looks at him, and he kind of laughs. He's like, it's a guy thing. It makes you more... And then we just get a shot of her like, yes, what? And he says, durable. And she's like, Really? <laughs> How much do you take? And he says, all of it. <laughs> and she says, that is so sweet. And she kisses him. And then she says, but it must have made them think you were a few years older than you are. And he's like, depends. And she says, depends on what? And he says, depends. 46 diapers, twenty nine ninety five. He's reading from the catalog. She's like, Alan. And he says, there's a picture of a guy water skiing in them. <laughs> this whole exchange is really good for me. Um, I think what is interesting for me to be watching this is I so associated this show with like childhood and like just growing up, you know, and so mm -hmm. to watch it also not having watched it before, 
I always think of like them being in school and like obviously all those lessons. And then I always forget that there's like the adult element is still there in yeah. the shows. Like it was on ABC at night. Like this, but I don't think about that because I always think about like Disney Channel and it being, I, I mean, it's on Disney Plus right now. And so I'm still in the mindset of this is a kid's show. Yeah. <laughs> like it is, but yeah. it's not. <laughs> no, that's so true. It's, it's fun to see the things that they've added for the whole family. It's like, it's geared towards this 12 year old, but like, you're watching it with your kids, right? So here's a thing for you as well. And yeah. I, I always love that in kids shows especially. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was a fun one. I, Amy asks him if this is a fear of aging thing. And he's like, no, because I'm not aging. She says, neither am I. And then Corey and Sean run in and Alan asks them where they're going. Corey says to shoot some hoops. And Alan's like, you want some actual competition? Corey's like, yeah, who do you know? And Alan says, think it could be funny like that with a basketball stuck in your mouth? Sean says, ooh, I'd like to see that. And the boys go out the back door and Alan says to Amy, do me a favor and call these people and get me off these old fogies mailing lists while I play a little b-ball with my homies. And then he, which is all weird, he tosses the magazines on the table and just like freezes in that position. And Amy's like, what are you doing? And he whispers, nothing. And Amy walks over to him and is like, what's wrong? And he just whispers, I can't move. Am I the only one not moving? And Amy says, I'm calling a doctor. I think you threw your back out. He says, oh, no, I'm too young to throw my back out. I got play some b-ball with my homies. And then we get a shot of Amy trying not to laugh. And he says, am I outside yet? And that's the end of the scene. I love just bringing up aging, especially because there are certain things in this episode that I was like, I can relate. And I'm only 25. (laughs) Yeah. This was also uh, a really wild time to be like listening to this because my dad just threw his back out last week oh. and I was like, ah, relatable content. <laughs> my dad as well. <laughs> my dad is also hurt. I am um, Corey now. No, <laughs> is this about me? <laughs> <laughs> what am I learning? <laughs> Oh, man. So the next scene, we are in Feeney's class. This is the first time we've seen him teaching in high school. Um, Feeney is giving a lecture on the Transcontinental Railroad, and a bunch of students are passing notes around in class. He intercepts three of them and starts reading them aloud. Most of them are about a party. And Corey's note to Sean asks if this is going to be a makeup party, and the girl whose party it is is sitting in front of him. She turns around and says, sure, Corey, you can borrow my lip gloss. And then Corey, like, frantically corrects him to make out party. And Feeney says, ah, so it is. He wants to know if it'll be a make out party. And Sean says, not for him. And the class laughs. <laughs> and then we cut to them out in the hallway. And Corey's freaking out about not getting invited now. And Sean's like, so Feeney cut you off at the knees. People forget. You'll get invited to the next party. And Corey's like, you think? And Sean says, this is high school. Too much going on to remember anything. Just then... Harley and the gang walk up. Harley grabs Corey by the back of the neck and he's like, don't think I forgot about you, baboon. Think I forgot about last Tuesday? You sat in my chair in the cafeteria? And Corey's like, I'm sorry, Harley. I didn't know it was your chair. And Joey says, everybody knows that's Harley's chair. Always has been his chair and always will be. Every year that he's a senior. Ain't that right, Frankie? And Frankie (laughs) turns around and is like, what are you saying? You like my sister? (laughs) Oh, no. He says, I like my sister. Uh, and Joey's like, no, no, I'm just saying you have a very close family. And Frankie starts to walk away. And Joey's like, where are you going? And Frankie says, I want to call home. <laughs> this, this teen is just constantly like contemplating life in every single episode yeah. that he's a part of. And it's so he's good. Really, he's really trying his best. It's extremely fun. 
Um, Sean asks Harley, is he going to be okay? And Harley's like, yeah, he's got a few issues. I, on the other hand, have one issue, and that's you, baboon. I don't like you. He grabs Corey by the chin. He's like, I look at your face, and I want to hit it. Then he turns to Sean. He's like, is that so wrong? And then two nerds, like two of the nerds from earlier in the season, they walk through talking about a chess tournament. Harley's like, pardon me. It's my 11 o'clock. And he leaves. <laughs> and Corey's like, I almost wish he did kill me this time. Then I wouldn't be humiliated when I'm not invited to the party. Sean says, you're sounding a little whiny. And Corey's like, this is the first party of our high school lives. It'll divide our class into two groups. Those invited, the cool guys, and those who weren't, the geeks. Sean's like, you're losing it, Corey. Corey, dramatic as always, says, I'm losing my whole future. I might as well grow a hump, find a tower, and ring the bell. Sean's like, don't worry, man. There's always room on our couch for you, which I don't really understand in context of this. He's like, I guess you don't have to move out of your regular home. You can come sleep on my couch, whatever. (laughs) Uh, And Corey says, I thought your Uncle Frank was on the couch. And Sean says, not anymore. He won the lottery and stopped talking to us. (laughs) And Corey says how much he asked how much he won. And Sean says, six bucks. And (laughs) that's that. And then they see the girl whose party it is. She's now starting to hand out invitations. It's like a slow motion shot with wind of her handing out invites, giving certain people ones and not giving them to others. At one point, she starts to hand one to a guy and then snatches it back and laughs in his face. It's very insane. (laughs) And then she hands one to Corey, who is extremely excited. And Sean's like, whatever, come on, we're going to be late to class. And Corey's like, class? We don't need no stinking class. Our futures are set. We are high school gods. Come, let us repair to the gym and rejoice in our invitation. And Sean's like, that's going to be kind of hard since I didn't get one. Corey's extremely shocked. He's like, Sean's like, I I didn't get an invite. No biggie. And Corey's like, there's got to be a mistake. You're the coolest guy in class. You've got to be invited. And Sean says, well, looks like I'm not. And Corey's like, I'm going to find out what happened. Sean tells him to let it go. And Corey's like, you want me to ask her? And Sean's like, yeah, would you? (laughs) So he goes over to the girl and he's like, hi, I'm Corey. She's like, so? (laughs) Just wild. You just invited him to to your house. This girl is wild. Like everything she does is absolutely insane. And it's very fun, but it's insane. Like it's crazy. (laughs) Um, He's like, so you invited me to your party. And she's like, what do you want? And he's like, I think you made a mistake. She's like, no, it's not a mistake. You're really invited. She's got so much hostility to this person who she just (laughs) invited to a party. And he's like, I mean about Sean. You forgot to give him his invite. And she says, no, I didn't. He's not invited. Okay. And walks away. Okay. Extended okay is kind of her thing. Um, Sean walks up. He's like, what's the story? Corey says, all right, from what I gather, in the last three seconds, everything in the world has changed. Sean, you're much cooler than I am. At least I thought you were. And he looks down at his invite, and Sean's like, trust me, I am. And Corey (laughs) says, well, then how come I got invited and you didn't? Sean's like, so I really didn't get invited. And Corey says, unless it's just a big surprise party for you. And Sean's like, well, I guess it's just one of those high school mysteries, like how Janitor Bud lost his eye. (laughs) Corey's like, well, what are we going to do? And Sean says, you're going to go to the party. And Corey's like, I'm not going to go to a party that you're not invited to. Sean tells him not to freak out about it. Like, don't worry. He's going to go grab a burger. And Corey's like, no, you won't. I'm cool now, which means I run with a very influential crowd, which means all I got to do is pick up this phone, pull a few strings, and get you invited to the party. And Corey stands there at the phone in the hallway, not dialing. And Sean's like, who are you going to call? And he turns to him and says, well, normally I'd call you. And that's the (laughs) end of the scene. 
I think it's wild to me still. I live very different lives from these kids <laughs> because mm-hmm. I mean, like I never went to any parties in high school besides like theater cast parties or like if it was a post prom party. So yeah. this is just completely out. I didn't, I didn't care about the parties, but I understand that people do. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but also just like the ride or die type of friendship that Sean and Corey have. It seemed strange. Like I understand that he wants to be cool and popular and whatever, but if Sean didn't get invited, yeah. he could have easily been like, yeah, I'm not going to go too. It was such like a persistent, no, he's he's got to come. He's really yeah. got to come. I don't understand why Sean's not coming. It's like, uh, you don't have to go. <laughs> it's okay. But I mean, most of the time, if I am invited to a party that like somebody that I am pretty close with isn't going, I have a severe he- hesitancy to go. Yeah. <laughs> and originally, Corey's like, I just won't go. And and then it was like, but I really want to go. Yeah. And so I just, it's weird. I don't know. I have more thoughts on this, but it'll be later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next scene, uh, we're in the cafeteria. Corey's trying to get a drink at the vending machine, but it eats his money. Turner, who is just sitting right there on a table, is like, oh, yeah, it ate my money, too. You got to kick it. And Corey <laughs> kicks it like kind of weakly. And Turner is like, no, no, no. Punish it. Make it beg. And then he kicks. He like turns around and back kicks it. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, like a donkey kick. But when he kicks it, <laughs> when he kicks it, the soda falls out and he steps out kind of coolly. And I very just like impulsively out loud was like, that was hot. Because it was. <laughs> it was extremely attractive watching him kick a vending machine. I don't. I can't explain it. And like the I confidence. <laughs> it was just like, he like stepped out and he kind of was like, well, and I was like, he's wearing like a sport coat. I was like, <laughs> Turner is hot. I don't know. Like he is. <laughs> Corey says, pretty good for the new teacher. And Turner's like, yeah, how do you think I'm doing so far? Corey says, you teach English pretty good. And I guess that may come in handy somewhere down the line. And Turner says, si, es muy importante. <laughs> and then Corey, making it about himself, says, what's more important is what to do when you get invited to a party and your friend doesn't. Turner says, how good of a friend? And Corey says, your best friend. Turner says, how good a party? Corey says, the best. How do you know it's the best party, Corey? Never been to it's one before, Corey. <laughs> yeah. How would you know? Turner asks him what will happen if he goes without him. And Corey says, he says he won't mind. Turner's like, you believe him? Corey, I want to believe him. Turner says, because you want to go to the party. Corey's like, yeah. Turner says, sounds like you've already made up your mind. What do you need advice from me for? Corey says, you're new here, so you won't know this, but I never really actually thought of myself as cool before. And Turner, in like a very genuinely surprised tone, is like, you never did? And Corey's like, no. And now that people are saying I am, it kind of makes me feel good, you know? And Turner stands up and says, you should feel good, Matthews. Just don't get carried away by what other people think. Corey's like, of course not. Why not? And Turner says, because that would be cool. And he leaves. And Corey puts his drink down on the table. And then he kicks the vending machine the way Turner did. And a drink pops out. Feeney walks up behind him just then and says, vandalizing school property, Mr. <laughs> Matthews. That'll be one day's detention. Then he takes the drink out of his hand and says, I'll just keep this as evidence. And he starts to walk away. But he pops the top on it and sips it. And then he leaves. And that's the end of the scene. It's a very fun little Feeney moment at the end there. I did love that. <laughs> Corey just did the exact same thing that Turner did <laughs> not that long ago. But I love Turner's life advice. Like, yeah. Obviously, again, Feeney's great. His mostly, I mean, they they always deal with life, but his are also mostly like classroom settings of when it's like the mm-hmm. lessons starting to learn. And this is just like, no, they're just chatting. 
And I love yeah. that relationship with teachers. And I wish that happened more often. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, it's it's extremely good. Um, so we go to the next scene. We're back at the Matthews. Alan is on the couch with pillows under his knees, reading one of the old people catalogs. Amy and Feeney walk into the living room and Feeney asks him if he wants to go to the health club with him. And Alan's like, what for? And Feeney's like, for health? And Alan <laughs> says, do late. I turned 40. My back went out. And all I can do is sit on the couch and wonder how Angela Lansbury solves all those crimes. <laughs> Feeney starts to grab his feet and starts like pulling him, trying to get him up. And Alan just makes a lot of in pain noises. And Feeney says, quiet. You're a disgrace to all men. <laughs> Alan says, Amy, he's killing me. And Feeney lets go, and he's like, all right, come on. You don't even have to work out. Just come down and sign up. I get $50 for each referral. And then we get a shot of, of Alan being like, um, what? And he says, I'm only a school teacher. And then Alan says, uh, you may be in denial about your age, but I'm not. I turned 40. My back never went out before, and this is a warning sign. It means slow down, lie on the couch, and listen to the hair grow in your ears. <laughs> and Feeney says to Amy, Sorry, I did all I could. Throw some dirt on him and book a cruise. <laughs> I think we should pay teachers more. Just, yeah. Just saying. Blanket statement. <laughs> Blanket statement. We should pay teachers more. It's been nearly 30 years and this is still the case. How sad. Literally. Like, what is time? <laughs> bro. Oh, my God. Realistically, pay everyone more, but especially teachers. They're shaping tomorrow's adults. Yeah. I, Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. Also, Amy's outfit is top notch. <laughs> Again. Oh my god! Again. <laughs> um, Amy to Alan says the doctor says the only reason you can't move now is because you won't try. Now I am your wife, and I have all the sympathy in the world for you. But if you don't get off that couch, I'm going to leave you for the first thing that moves. And he says, before you go, can you hand me the remote? And she's like, that's it. She gets on the couch and tries to like pull him up and he makes the same terrible noises he was making before and just then Corey walks in the front door he starts to go up the stairs but then he stops and turns and is like mom dad it's not even dark yet Corey (laughs) 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 your mind out of the gutter (laughs) also like why does he think that's what they're doing it's like right after school about the time that Corey would come home just right on the couch Amy says, upstairs, do homework. And Corey says, sorry, it's Friday night and there's a party out there that's just calling my name. Boy, girl, don't you know? And Amy's like, oh, well, excuse me, Will Chamberlain, but what party is this that I don't know about? Corey says, mother, father, there's a social event tonight at Melissa Harrington's. Might I attend? Amy is hesitant and Alan's like, let him go, Amy. To Corey, he says, I'll pick you up in five hours. Corey's like, you will? And Alan says, yeah, I'm leaving right now. And he starts to try and get <laughs> off the couch. And that's the end of that scene. It's fun. Why are all of the quote unquote, like, cool kids named Harrington <laughs> in, like, TV shows? <laughs> I had that thought. <laughs> uh, it's just a fancy sounding last name. I guess so. It's been yeah. so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Um, The next scene, we are in the boys' room. Corey is in the bathroom. He's gargling some mouthwash, and then he swallows it. Eric, who also (laughs) seems to be getting ready to go out, says, what are you, crazy? You swallowed that? Which, absolutely bonkers. Do not swallow mouthwash. There's, like, rubbing alcohol in it. Yeah, pretty sure. Isn't that, like, something where poison control could be called if you actually, like, (laughs) ingest it? You're not supposed to swallow it. (laughs) It's really not supposed to be swallowed. 
Corey says, I'm taking no chances tonight. I want it in my stomach on reserve. I'm going to a makeout party. If I burp, minty fresh. And Eric <laughs> starts and is like, you know, if you think about it, it makes sense. And Eric then looks at his desk and says, hey, where's my deodorant? And Corey says, in my pants. To which Eric responds, you're sick. Why is it in his pants? That I, doesn't make any sense. That, no. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I guess guys have bigger pockets so they can do whatever. But I also don't know why it's in there. It doesn't make any sense. And also, is it, he didn't say in my pocket. He said in my pants. <laughs> so like, where is it sitting that it's not going to fall out? Like, what are we doing? Also, he constantly refers to this as a makeout party. And I've never heard a party called that before. And maybe... I don't know. that Every time I'm that like, they'd say it, I would just be like, it's a party. You don't have to be like, it's a, a makeout party. <laughs> <laughs> well, later in the season, there is actually a makeout party. Are they just alluding to that? That <laughs> it's going to be a topic? Maybe, but it's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just I, every I time that they said it, I was like, that's not what they're called. I mean, you could just call it a party. <laughs> it's just a party. Uh, and the possibility of you making out is there. It's not specifically <laughs> a party in which people are making. The, it's funny, though, because now I'm, I'm remembering the makeout party that happens later in, in the season. And it's a whole thing. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> that's for another episode. <laughs> um, so Eric calls him sick and Corey says, I'm cool. And Eric's like, since when? Corey says, since Melissa Harrington invited me to her party, she's the coolest girl in the seventh grade. Eric's like, oh, and you got invited. So that makes you cool now, right? Corey says, I believe it does. And Eric says, well, how about that? You think somebody's going to stay a curly haired runt the rest of their lives and then one day they're cool. Let me look at you. And he takes like a very exaggerated look at Corey and he's like, whew, whoa. I mean, you didn't <laughs> say you were this cool, Corey. And Corey's like, okay, knock it off. And Eric says, I'm going to have mom cut all the feet off your PJs. You just might be ready, Mr. Coolio Iglesias. <laughs> it's a good line. It's not good. <laughs> it's it's so bad it's good to be. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Corey's like, well, if I'm so cool, you wouldn't mind me using some of your very cool cologne. And Eric is like, hey, stay away from my rampaging stallion. And Corey tosses the bottle up in the air for Eric to catch and runs out of the room. We cut to him coming down the stairs as Alan is still on the couch and he says, what's that smell? Oh, my God, I'm rotting as Corey <laughs> comes and sits on the couch next to him. And Corey's like, relax, Dad. It's just my rampaging stallion. What do you think? Alan is fanning himself with one of the catalogs. He says, I think if the party doesn't have adequate ventilation, you're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and he asks his mom and Amy's like, I think you smell very rampaging. And then she continues, be sure to thank Melissa's parents before you leave. And he agrees. And she says, well, call Sean. Tell him we're on our way. And he says, uh, Sean's not going. And she asks if he's sick. And he says, no, he's fine. He just wasn't invited. And he's like, why not? <laughs> and he says, I don't know. I guess he wasn't cool enough. And Alan's like, but you are. Which I love that <laughs> his family's like, Sean's not cool enough, but you're cool enough to go this party. Something not adding up here. <laughs> Sounds suspicious, Corey. Um, and Corey's like, look, I don't make these decisions about who's cool and who's not. I just got invited to a party and I want to go. In fact, Sean said to go. Alan says, I hope you know that it's cool not to forget who your real friends are. 
And Corey says, look, just because I'm growing up doesn't mean I'm going to change. Okay, Alan. And then Alan tries to take a swipe at him and he jumps back out of range. And so he stops because of his back. We get a shot of Corey like stepping in and out of range of his hand before the scene ends. It's very fun. I love him taunting him so much. (laughs) It's very good. Also, did you ever have things growing up um, with people wearing cologne called Axe Bombs? Oh, yes. Yeah, so that just instantly, that brought back, like, many memories of being at camp, and the guys would come into our cabins and, like, just hold down the axe, like, with something and tape it and just chuck it in, and I hate that so much, so as soon as it was like, wow, that's too much cologne, I was like, ooh, oh, I know that real well. (laughs) It was like, the that was like, a axe had just come out. It was like a new thing, and... A lot of the kids were wearing it. Like, I had friends who would spray their sweatshirts with it. Um, and boys that had crushes on. <laughs> and I would, like, steal their hoodies. Yeah. And be like, mm, it smells like axe. Oh, my God. It's so, you know. Um, you can tell that I've grown up now because I'm like, oh, fresh laundry smell. Like, <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of bounty. <laughs> oh, you're clean. This is good to, for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next scene, we're at the party. This is a pretty short one. Melissa is sitting at a table looking annoyed. As Corey comes down the stairs, he says to her, hi, I'm Corey, which is the second time <laughs> that he's introduced himself to her, knowing that he knows her. She knows his name, which is wild. Uh, she rolls her eyes and just yells up the stairs. Good evening, Corey Matthews. Welcome to my home. I'm so happy you could be here. And then looks back at Corey, who is, like, very annoyed and confused. He just yells up the stairs, you're welcome. And then he says to her, he says, so, who's here? Who's hot? And she's like, huh, no one. And Corey says hi to a bunch of, like, nerdy-looking kids. He says, yep, the competition's pretty thin so far. Looks like I'm the coolest guy here. She says, yeah, rub it in. And then he processes what he just said. And with, like, a weird echoey effect, he says, oh, no, it's a geek party. (laughs) And that's the end of that scene. I didn't understand when she was yelling up at the stairs at first. It really did Mm -hmm. confuse me as a viewer. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I don't understand this party, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Well, we're going to get a little bit of a breakdown in just a second. Corey, Mm -hmm. uh, in the next scene, we're still at the party. Corey waves at the geeks who wave back and to Melissa he's freaked out he's like but they're they're just the first ones here right I mean the rest of us cool guys are coming later right she says I wish and then one of the nerds walks up to her and says excuse me there's a bug in the onion dip and she says I know I put it there okay and the nerd says oh okay thanks and he walks away And she gets up. She, like, walks over to, like, a different part. And Corey just follows her. He's like, I'm looking at your party guests. And I can't help party guests. And I can't help but notice there's not a cross-section of the student body. She says, my parents went over the guest look and took off all the cool guys. And Corey realizes that's why Sean wasn't invited. And she's like, Sean was the first person off the list. My parents say that guys like Sean are a little unpredictable. And Corey says, yep, that's us. Unpredictable. You never know what we're going to do next. And then he tries to jump scare her, which she fully doesn't react to. And he says, sometimes I'm so unpredictable, I surprise myself. And she's like, I knew this was going to happen. Once my parents nix all the guys like Sean, none of the girls show up. And since none of the girls show up, none of the regular guys come. I can't believe my parents did this to me. 
And he says, well, it's a good thing you sneaked me in without them knowing. <laughs> Woo, hope they don't catch me. And she's like, Corey, my parents love you. And he's like, no, blah, no. <laughs> like he tries to like scare her again. And she's like, they think you're a nice young man. And he says, oh, yeah, let's see how nice they think I am after I do this. And he grabs her and like pulls her in like he's going to kiss her to which she's like kind of into it. She's like, Corey, what are you doing? <laughs> and he just stares at her for a second. And he's like, I don't know. I'm in way over my head here. And he lets her go. <laughs> and she says, I knew it. You're totally PA, parentally acceptable. And he's like, that's bad. And she says, it's as bad as it gets in high school. Just then, one of the other girls from class comes down the stairs and all the geeks swarm on her. They're like, it's a girl. And she runs up to Melissa, who tells them, get away. She's not for you. And frankly, they're like, OK, they respect that and they leave, which I appreciated. <laughs> and the friend says, I came to tell you there's a really cool party going on. And she goes to tell Melissa about it. And Corey's like still lurking. And she's like, excuse me, we're talking here. And Corey groans and they like step to the side and he says, look, the wall. And he just like walks over to it and sits back against it. And the friend fin finishes telling her where it is and then goes to leave. And Melissa's like, wait, I'm coming with you. And the friend's like, you can't leave your own party. And Melissa's like, huh, watch me. And then Corey says, what about me? And Melissa's like, oh, yeah, you. Uh, when the chips are gone, the party's over. And she leaves. And Corey goes over to the nerds who are practicing spin the bottle at a table. And Corey's like, there are no girls and they're probably not coming. And they're like, oh, well, we don't mind. We're all friends and like hanging out together. We're very comfortable with what we are. <laughs> parties come and parties go, but you always have your friends. And then we get a shot of Corey looking extremely bummed as he leaves to end the scene. Such a sweet lesson from those kids right at the end there. Yeah. Um, also, OK, it's her party. And I'm always mm -hmm. I'm just I'm. I know that she broke it down, but I'm still just confused because it's like if you can't <laughs> if you can't bring the people that you want, like why still have the party? Because you're just gonna be yeah. pissed the whole time, which she is, <laughs> very yeah. clearly. Um and I don't know. I understand, but it just all seemed weird to me. I was like, you don't have you don't have to be doing this <laughs> at all. I'm also curious when they got these invitations, because it seems like from when they were talking about it in class to when the party, like they knew about the party already, but right. the invitations hadn't been handed out. So and I'm wondering, it was, was it just in a single day? Well, and that's what I'm saying too, because if she, if Sean was already off the list, then she yeah. was like acting all like, haha, I'm having this party. And it yeah. didn't seem like she should be having it anyway if she already knew that it wasn't going to be good. <laughs> like, or like up to yeah. her standards, quote unquote. Like, it just all seemed Maybe weird. Maybe she was hoping that some of the quote-unquote regular guys would show up still anyway. I guess. Um, but it's so wild that, like, like none of her friends even come. Yeah. Which feels <laughs> insane to me. Like, if I had a bad party, I would still have some of my good friends show up. Yeah. Which is, like... They're literally I mean, all at a mean, so maybe she doesn't have real friends. <laughs> They're literally all at like a different party though that she leaves yeah. her own thing for. Which right. also she just has all these kids in her basement. In her house. <laughs> like the just Where leaving it with the parents. Why do her parents like did they know that she left? Because she is still presumably 13, 14 max, and she just left her house to go to this other place. And their parents are probably going to come down the stairs at some point and just see like 15 small boys just <laughs> in their basement. It doesn't make sense. 
<laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so the next scene, we are at Chubby's. This is the first time we are seeing Chubby's, I believe. New set. Um, but it becomes a staple through their senior year. It's very, it's, it's a fun place. We love Chubby's. <laughs> Harley is playing pinball while the boys watch. And after he gets a new high score, he tells them to go carve his initials into a kid's head. Joey's like, yeah, that's the best score I've ever seen. No one's going to beat that score in a million years. Right, Frankie? And frankly, <laughs> Frankie very softly says, what are you saying? Sometimes at night I like to write poetry. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey's like, no, I'm just saying that, you know, actually, I think that's kind of cool. What are they like? Sonnets? <laughs> they walk away. And Harley's like, I got to get me some better adjusted guys. <laughs> constantly in life crisis mode (laughs) poor Frankie he's just going through so much all the time (laughs) they are one of the best additions to this entire show truly (laughs) oh my god they're so fun Uh, just then Corey comes down the stairs and makes eye contact with Harley Corey starts kind of backing up to avoid him and bumps into Turner who's standing at like a pub table reading a menu Harley begs off as he sees an adult and Turner's like hey hello uh he's like what are you doing here and turner said he came by for a burger but it turned into a mob scene Corey's like i came fi- i came by to find sean but i guess he left already turner's like nah he's still here in the middle of the mob scene your friend's a pretty popular guy and Corey's like oh no i gotta get out of here turner's like why i thought you were here to see sean and Corey's like remember that decision thing we talked about i kind of made the wrong one and turner's like i could have told you that and turn or Corey's like then why didn't you and Turner says, you don't listen in class. You going to listen in life? <laughs> Corey's like, but you're the teacher. I was supposed to learn from you. Turner's like, oh, right, right. Teacher, teacher. Yeah. And then he claps to get everyone's attention and chubbies. And he says, hey, hey, everybody, hand in your homework right now. And everyone just stares at him. And then he's like, Sean, your friend's here. <laughs> just kidding about the homework. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and he, he goes to leave to Corey before he goes. He says, oh, hey, Matthews, you smell good. And then he makes like kind of an insane face and he leaves. I love Turner so much. Yeah. He, oh, he's so good. He's so he's funny. So good. <laughs> he He's really funny. He's just really fun and funny. And I love him. Sean bounds over and Corey's like, don't worry about me, Sean. I'm just leaving. And Sean's like, why? I got an order of chili cheese fries, extra gravy, which sounds disgusting. Why is there <laughs> gravy on your chili cheese fries? Corey's like, nah, you're too busy with those other guys. And Sean very earnestly is like, what other guys? And Corey says, the other thousand guys at your table. Sean looks at the table as if seeing it for the first time and is like, so they'll make room. And Corey's like, Sean, they're going to see you talking to me. And Sean's like, you know, you've been acting really weird ever since you got invited to this party. What, you don't want to hang out with me anymore? And Corey just yells, I'm a geek. And everyone turns to look at him. And he's like, oh, like you didn't know. And everyone goes back to talking. (laughs) John pulls him over to an empty booth and is like, what are you talking about? And Corey's like, I'm the worst kind of geek. I'm a geek who didn't even know he was a geek. And Sean's like, Corey, do I hang out with geeks? Corey's like, no, man, that's why that's why I'm leaving. And he starts to get up and Sean says, come on, you're my best friend, man. You just got to loosen up. And this next part is everything to me, <laughs> is everything to me. Um, and Corey says, I'm just going to go back and forth of what they're saying. OK, so presume it's Corey. Uh, Corey says, you don't think I'm a geek? Of course not. You think I'm cool? Of course not. Then what am I? You're Corey. I'm Sean. Just like it's always been. What else do you need to know? Is that so familiar? I got it. As soon as I was like, (laughs) oh, I understand why that's our sign (laughs) off. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think when I brought it to you, because um, you were talking about a side off uh, when we first like started conceptualizing the podcast. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, man. Like, and I brought it. I showed you, I think, just the scene, like without context. And you were like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Um, and then when I realized we were doing this episode this week, I was like, oh, we're going to get all the context. Yay. <laughs> no, I loved it. It's so sweet. It's really it's, sweet. Mm, yeah. Without context, it's very different because I was like, yeah, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, this is this is good. And now it just makes much, much more sense to me. That's yeah. very good. But yeah. So he says, what else do you need to know? And Corey's like, I need to know how to be cool like you. And Sean's like, I'm not cool, which flies in direct contradiction to everything else he said in the episode. But whatever. Corey's like, yes, you are. Sean, look around you. This is the cool party. You are the center of the cool party. Sean looks at all the kids in the booth behind him. And he's like, this is the cool party. And Corey confirms. And he's like, let's bail. Corey's like, what? He says, this place is a zoo. Let's bail. And Corey's like, oh, I get it. You're teaching me how to be cool. Sean's like, huh? And Corey says, you're trying to show me that it doesn't matter where you are, because if you're truly cool, wherever you go is a cool place to be, right? Sean tells him to shut up as they leave. And Corey's (laughs) like, a very cool thing to say. And that's the end of the episode as they leave Chubby's. Sean is so sweet. (laughs) It's great. Yeah. My sweet love. I adore him. Uh, makes me so happy. Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the end credits. We're back in the Matthews living room. Alan is using one of those claw grabbers to dunk cookies in milk as Amy comes down the stairs in like a robe, telling him another catalog order came in. He asks if it's his truss, which I had to Google. It's a padded belt worn to support a hernia. Ah. Wild. <laughs> yeah. And she says no. And he's like, then what? And she says, just a little something I bought for my next husband. And he says, oh, yeah, where is it? She says, right here. And she takes off her robe to reveal a floor-length silk-looking nightgown. He drops the cookie he's holding in the grabber. I really like how this is, like, sexy, uh-huh. right? But it's still <laughs> 7 o'clock at ABC, so it is a, it's a floor-length gown. Like, yeah. it's, it's just... You it's know, sexy in a modest way. <laughs> in a modest, motherly way. <laughs> like, But you still got the whole bit. audience to be like, woo! Yeah, yeah, they did go crazy a little bit for this one. <laughs> he drops the cookie he's holding with a grabber, and she asks what he thinks. And he says, I think I'm regaining some sensation in my legs. <laughs> and she's like, you think you can get upstairs? And he's like, oh, I don't know, Amy. I don't know. And she's like, because here's what's waiting for you. And she whispers something, I assume naughty, in his ear. And he says, oh, it's a miracle. I can walk, Sister Amy. I'm healed. Hallelujah. And she says, I'm so happy for you. And he says, yes, I'm happy too. Listen, before you move on to your second husband, I'd like to give that outfit a once over, maybe a twice over. She says, oh, you're not that young anymore, and heads up the stairs, and he says, oh, yeah, and he grabs the bottle of vitamin E off the side table with his grabber, and he says, that's what you think, and he follows her up the stairs, and that's the end of the episode. (laughs) It's very funny. (laughs) I still love them once again. Also, I I watched this show during my lunch break at work, and so this was really funny because I was like, this isn't, again, it's a modest thing, but I was like, ah, right. when is the end of the episode? <laughs> I gotta get back because my office you can see into. I don't want people to be like, what the heck are you watching? <laughs> we gotta finish this up really quick, please. It's Boy Meets World, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's TV appropriate, I promise. It's fine. <laughs> it was on ABC at night. It's a wholesome family yeah. show. It's good. Mm. Well... What was the lesson, Sid? Well, 
about status <laughs> and not caring what people think. Because if you have your mm-hmm. friends, you and your friends, you're just good together. You don't want to forget who your true friends are because they're going to support you. And this is one of my favorite things because of Sean at the end, even though he's in the middle of everything, was just like, yeah, no, I just, I, I want to hang out with you. And that's good. Because if it makes you feel comfortable, we're going to go, we're going to go do it. I'd rather be with you and be cool. And it's sweet. It's really sweet. It's, this is, I think, one of the only times that we see Sean hanging out with people who aren't Corey. Yeah. Like pretty extensively. Um, and, and really even vice versa. Like they are almost never separated. Um, and when they are generally Corey is with Topanga. So it's like, they're, it's who really fun. To- we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. <laughs> she, I was wondering if she, cause I thought she got upgraded to season regular yeah. in season two, but she, I think she was only in the first one or two maybe episodes, but she comes back. I want to say the episode after next, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, I have also been missing Topanga. It's pretty weird that she's not around. This yep. is like, I feel like the longest we haven't seen her in since season one. So yeah, it's pretty weird. It's pretty sad. Um, but yeah, I think that this is a very indicative like moment of why they're friends. And I it just like sets the tone um, I mean, a lot of things do, especially in season one. But like, this yeah. is another big moment. Like, this is a moment that they flash back to in Girl Meets World. Like, it's that. It's one of the important ones. And um, yeah, I just, I love, I love them. I love them so much. It's really nice. That's so sweet. Well, that's the end. Yay. Yay. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Lost Years Pod. Uh, We share when the episodes drop, we share fun memes, and we also ask what you are nostalgic for, which this week, guys, I am... We got... Floored. (laughs) We got a lot. We got a lot. It was very shocking. Um, So I'm going to read all of them. bear with us. This is going to take a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is going to take a little bit. Uh, But this week's question, I asked what your favorite food was in your school's cafeteria, because I don't know why. I think we talked about it. Maybe like a week or two ago. And I was just like, man, I want to know what everyone else's was because I had some And favorites. people wanted to tell us. People were really into their school cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first comes from Unabashed James, uh, which tie between the steak and cheese and the pepperoni pizza, though the cheeseburgers were very good, too. That... That was a good one. Uh, I had to I had to read it a couple times because I was like, steak? And it made me think yeah, of I was, <laughs> the yeah. last episode where... They were asking for steak and lobster, yeah. <laughs> At MC Dirksen. This was a funny thing, uh, just how it was written, but it was broke Bosco sticks, woke chocolate chip muffins, bespoke chicken Caesar wraps. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which all yes absolutely yes. but the, yeah the way oh that God, was written woke is chocolate chip muffins <laughs> that's so funny uh yeah i love a good muffin um at walking taco said fiestata which looks like a pizza Ki- kind of have you seen this one no wait i'm gonna look at it though um it's like it looks like a pe- uh maybe a pizza but mm-hmm. it has like meatballs and cheese on top but also like shredded cheese um i don't really know how to explain this (laughs) oh oh yeah 
Wait, yes, I remember these. I did not like these. <laughs> we are not the same. Yeah, because the sausage was like so weird. That sausage, it was so weird. It was like little crumbled pieces and it did not taste good. But that's so funny. <laughs> wow. That's a throwback for sure. Yeah. I, like I remember seeing them, but I don't think I ever got them. So I I can't tell you what it was like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, next one at Colin M. Parker just had a link to the Aquabats Pizza Day. So <laughs> Pizza Day. Pizza Day. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. At Cal's Calzone said pizza sticks in all caps and then said <laughs> those doughy cheese filled deliciously dippable snacks. They are by far the thing I miss most about high school, I think. <laughs> okay. I was looking at this. Is this like the stuffed cheese breadsticks? Is that what he meant? Or what, what they meant? Excuse me. See, that's, I was assuming that pizza it sticks? was the Bosco sticks because that's. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I love those so much. Those were great. <laughs> those were, that was a special day when we got Bosco sticks. Oh my God. Yeah. Whole day at school. That was one of the ones no where joke. my parents packed my lunch and I specifically was like, not today. I'm not eating this. Like I brought it to school with me, but I was like, no, yeah. it's Bosco day. <laughs> It's Bosco Day. I know this is I am this is not a bit. I have 14 Bosco sticks in my in my freezer right now. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I want them. I I bought them because I was like I need to have more food that I can just like put in my air fryer easily because I'm bad at taking care of myself and I was trying to buy like a box of them yeah. but they didn't have them at the store so the the person who was grocery shopping I, I got my groceries delivered the person who bought or like shopped for me just bought a bunch of individual Bosco sticks <laughs> like I have a bunch of them in my freezer now oh man See, this is also one of those foods that I feel like is solely, like I could only get them at school, that to have the option to buy them outside of school seems wild to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I saw them as an option, I was I just looked for like frozen things and it was one of the options and I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, I have this. I'm oh, going to, I'm going to get these. Um, and I hope they're good. I truly, I don't know. I just got them over the weekend. At French Toast said, preschool, fish sticks. I learned how to read fish sticks so I could find it on the menu. <laughs> and then so middle cute. and high school, chicken patty sandwiches. Just so good. <laughs> Did we all have the same cafeteria-like people that served all high school? Because all of these are so very specific. Yeah. I we had chicken patty sandwiches. Yeah. I remember that day. <laughs> That's so wild. Ah, oh, man. I always remember, too, like, middle school, well, elementary and middle school, we still had, like, the lunch line and everything mm -hmm. that you went through. And middle school was just mm -hmm. like, or high school was a free-for-all, where it was just yeah. like, here's all of the food, you get to go choose. And I thought it was insane. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Man, fish sticks, though. At preschool. That's funny. Preschool fish sticks, <laughs> yeah. It was adorable. It was very um, cute. I learned how to read fish sticks. <laughs> Um, okay, at Joe J.B. Schaefer, it said the cookies Joe. were the only acceptable answer. I went to high school with Joe, and I oh. know what cookies he's talking about. <laughs> Did you have, like, two different types of cookies, too? We had two different types where, like, they were large and then small, and the large ones no, were always... we just had big cookies. Oh, man. The large ones were bigger, but, like, obviously, but they were more firm, and the so mm. the small cookies they were soft. Oh my gosh, they were so soft and just like <laughs> you bit into it and it was like the best tasting cookie that you've ever had. 
And like they would yeah. run out of small cookies for that reason. Yeah. No, we just had the one big cookie, but I think they were in like our deli section and we often ran out of those too. Yeah, we had like the cafeteria and then there was like a separate like snack one yeah. that we would go to. And that was also yeah. crazy. There was like four sections for like our thing. And there was like yeah. the one at the far part of our calf was like wraps and sandwiches and like pantry items Mm -hmm. and then all the hot food was out through like the three like other sections and then there was also i feel like there was like a sweets counter somewhere i oh man and my high school is way different now i'm really curious to know what like everything looks like there now Mm. because they've done a lot of upgrading since i graduated uh at inspector flora said ice cream because i work the cart and hook my friends up (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome uh i love the ice cream um yeah the ice cream is always good and then at sherry pan says in high school we had a a la carte pizza and i would get nacho cheese sauce to dip it and i think about it all the time that is a choice sherry i respect (laughs) that choice from you because i respect and love you but that's a choice my friend oh man uh that's (laughs) that was all of the nostalgia there so thank you for participating thank you so much those are really those really fun thank you for sending those in and if you still have more cafeteria foods when you're listening to this and you just want to tweet that tweet at us and respond again do it i want to see more foods and then also think about them because yeah i'm pretty sure we all had the same (laughs) (laughs) this is like the same one company was supplying the entirety of america Oh, man. You can also email us. Tell us about that cafeteria food in long form, if you'd like, at <laughs> thelostyearspod at gmail.com. Um, we would love to hear from you. It's the best. Just send us an email. Tell us tell us, tell us, us how you're feeling. Hey, you doing okay? Check in. <laughs> okay. You can also rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and subscribe on your local podcatcher. It really helps us out. Helps people find the show. And is a nice thing to do for your two 90s babies mm. over here. Uh, our personal socials, socials are in our show socials. Our show socials. But um, <laughs> if you want to come hang out with me on the internet, twitch.tv slash it's That's where I'm at. Love being over there. Sid was over there last night. We played Fall Guys. We'll be doing that again, I'm sure. It's fun. And um, it's fun. It was really fun. We were not great last night <laughs> no i i blame that on me not playing in like a month it's been and a, a while for me too though <laughs> like i yeah it's been it's been a minute since i played it on stream and so i've played it in any context that's like a little bit competitive <laughs> it's like oh i'm bad i'm rusty right now i gotta I gotta work on this yeah, but, good. Uh, yeah uh you can find me on tiktok at sudsley <laughs> it's fun <laughs> um yep also, uh, thank you to the Scavengers Network for having us on the network. You can check out other cool shows like James and Aaron Minute Movies and Frankenstein's Jukebox uh, on www.scavengersnetwork.com. And if you like our show and any of the others on the network, please consider backing us at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. For just $2 a month, you can get access to hours and hours of bonus content. And every donation helps support us and the network. Thank you. Thank you. I think and, that's everything. Um, <laughs> that is everything. It's a bit of a longer ending than we're than we get, but we had so many cool submissions. We wanted to read them all. So 
Yeah. Thank you again for sending I, those in. I couldn't just like pick one or two. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I would feel bad if it was like, and out none of you. <laughs> It's uh it's it's for because we didn't have one last week, right? Or two weeks ago. There was like a week that we didn't have any, so we're just making up for it. Yeah. So that's there you go. But also I do just enjoy having people's read on the nice. on the pod. It's really fun. <laughs> it's really nice. I like when people engage. I I genuinely kept getting shocked when people kept responding to it. I was like, Oh yeah. oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, Sid was like, Have you seen how many responses we've had to the tweet? I was like, No, is it a lot? She's like, Yeah. <laughs> I looked. Uh, well, I think that's everything. So take care of yourselves. And until next time. You're Tay. You're Sid. Just like it's always been. What else do you need to know? Bye, fam. Bye, family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, family. (laughs) (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Scene 2. Flashback. Setting February 2nd. Hey, Colin. I was just thinking about making a podcast where we go scene by scene through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. James, I love that. That is a great idea. I'll tell you what, see if you can flesh it out just a little bit more, and then we'll get back together again soon and talk about it again. Scene four, flashback, setting February 20th. Man, I can't stop thinking about that idea of James's. It was so interesting. I wonder if we could do it in some sort of, like, chronological order. Scene 1. Present day. Setting. March 2nd. Colin, I was thinking about that Marvel podcast idea I had last month. Oh, yes, that idea. Oh, I love it so much. I remember it like yesterday. Scene 3. Present day. Minutes later. God, we were so young back then. It turns out I've been thinking about that podcast, too. Really? What were you thinking? All right, let me paint you a picture. It was a couple of days after President's Day. Scene 5. Present day. Minutes after that. Chronological, huh? That's a pretty good idea. So, like, if there's a flashback, we put it in the place on the timeline that's being flashed back to? Yeah. What, What do you think? I think absolutely. Let's do it. Why don't we call it Timeline Scavengers? Scene six, the future. Oh, how are we not done yet? That's my secret, Colin. We'll never be done. Timeline Scavengers, assembling the MCU timeline forever.